0: IVM.
1: Welcome to another week on IVM Podcast. If you're not following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This week on Cyrus Says, Cyrus talks to restauranteurs Pankil Shah, Abhishek Khunawar, and Sumit Kambir of Neighborhood Hospitality. They talk about their past and they talk about their future. They talk a lot more about their future in a new show that we got launching called The Kulaba Cartel. Please make sure that you check that out as well. In a two-episode special on the Prakati podcast, Pavin and Hamsini are joined by author and legal expert Rahul Mathan to discuss the Shri Krishna report and India's stress with the concept of privacy. On One this week, we have Vishal Gondal from The Vishal Gondal Show. He takes us through his journey on Goki. And just a quick shout out to all of our listeners. Along with the Kolaba Carter, we have a whole host of other shows launching this month. So stay tuned to the IBM Podcast app and make sure that you follow all of our new shows as well.
2: In today's episode, this is the second of our three-part series where we have a fan of the show, Anis Rao, who's in the studio and we're going to be talking to Professor Pattabiraman, or Two of the FreeFinCal.com blog. When we spoke about financial freedom last week, this week, in today's episode, we are going to talk about the steps of how to make a plan for achieving financial freedom. Listen into that.
3: Did I just catch you on your way to work? Or did you end up pulling an all nighter? Let me guess. You have a packed schedule for the day, the week, and probably the month and the year. That's a lot for your mind to handle, don't you think? This buzzing chaos also brings tons of negative thoughts. Am I right? Try spinning that bottle in a positive direction with me, Chetna, on the Positively Unlimited podcast every Monday on IBM Podcast. It's time to change your life one alphabet at a time.
2: Folks, welcome to Pesa Vesa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta B50 on Twitter. We are doing a special series on financial freedom. I have with me the completely awesome Professor Patabi Raman, also known as Patu, who runs the Free FinCal blog. And I have a fan of the Pesa Vesa podcast, Anis Rao, who's on the show. Anis, welcome back. Patu, welcome back. In this second segment, we are going to go into specifics of financial freedom. Anis, all yours.
3: Uh Patu, so let's let's talk us through this. So I've I've read your blog, I, I know a little bit of what you're going to say, but break it down. So uh financial freedom, somebody like like we said, you know, let's say I'm five years down, I'm not planning to start up uh do a startup, I have uh decent monies coming in every month. How do I hmm. start thinking about financial freedom? So
4: uh the first step is recognizing the uh, impact and importance of inflation. Uh let's say uh Let's take a cup of chai, uh, cutting chai or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the 1990s, Anupam would uh, uh, agree with me on this, in the 1990s, it would be possible to get a cup of chai uh, on the road for 1 rupee or 50 paisa.
2: Yep, that's right.
4: And today, it's anywhere between 7 to 10 rupees.
2: Mm -hmm, That's right.
4: So, over the past 28 years, if you look at this uh, change in the cost of a cup of tea from Mm. uh, 1 rupee or 50 paisa to 7, 8 rupees, Mm. that's year-on-year year increase uh, in cost uh, at about 11 to 12%. Okay. wow. So, in 1990, if you had one rupee, and that's not too much money, yep. uh, and decided to drink a cup of chai for 50 paisa, and invested the remaining 50 paisa in some uh, product, and removed it after 28 years, paid taxes on it, paid all expenses, ex, uh, uh, ex, expense loads or penalties, whatever you call it, on it, and Got a remaining amount. That money should be anywhere between seven to ten rupees. Otherwise, you will not be able to drink uh, tea with that money after twenty-eight
2: years. Whoa,
4: lovely analogy. Um, am I, am I clear? Yes, wow, yeah, you very... are clear.
2: No, I'm just <laughs> the mind boggled at the inflation numbers. Behind. I mean, inflation, folks. That's that's inflation for you at the level of a cup of tea. Let's not talk about Sorry? petrol and diesel, okay? Yeah, go on, Patu. Sorry, yeah, go, on, yeah. go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: uh, we can uh, petrol and diesel. I'll I'll talk, I'll come to that. So uh, so so fifty paisa or one rupee should have become something like seven or eight rupees in in that period of time. Which after taxes, uh, which means that uh, the return from the uh, product should be anywhere between eleven to twelve percent. Hmm. So at that's least. what beating inflation means, and that's what a real return means. Where our the return from our investment should be. Uh, key is equal to that of inflation after we pay taxes on it. Okay. So, so now... Uh,
3: yeah, go on.
4: So, sorry. Uh, now, I have some rules based on in these inflation numbers. And typically, if you look at... I have uh, posted my own inflation numbers, my monthly expense inflation for the past 20 years. And it's about 8% overall. Wow. Uh, if you take into account every type of expense and only the essential expense, not the... Uh, uh, you know, the uh, the splurges that we have occasionally, we eat out or whatever. So forget all that. Just the essentials. Uh, we, we need, I mean, uh, uh, what do you call this, uh, you know, the rice chawal, <laughs> that sort of thing, vegetables yeah, and yeah. so on. Just the essentials. That yeah. alone will increase year on year, typically at about 8%. Now, uh, some, some rules here are that I have uh, this, uh, what I call as the 8-9 um, rule. So, if you your expenses increase at 8% inflation year on year that means your expenses will double in 9 years
0: hmm. Okay.
4: so every 9 years your expenses are going to double and if, you're exp- if you have 9% inflation it will double in 8 years so that's what I call the 8-9 rule
2: oh right. okay so folks let that sink in okay <laughs> if you've got expenses and if the inflation rate is 8% then you will double your expenses in 9 years and if every 9 years Every, every 9 years and if you have if the inflation rate is 9% it will double in 8 years okay that's you know suddenly I'm really I'm really scared now go on please sir please please go on
4: uh, it's not as bad if you start early that's the, the okay. so, uh, so that's the essential thing the first thing is to understand uh, inflation and hmm. how important it is and how uh, how much your current expenses your current essential expenses will be when you uh, plan to retire that will be uh, Ten years from now, fifteen years from now, okay. uh, but the the thing that we also need to recognize is uh, for our parents' generation, retirement was sixty. Hmm. They uh, that is the uh, that marked their entry into the senior citizen uh, club, and okay. that is also retirement. Mm-hmm. But for our generation, it's going to be uh, already in the press. Already, people who are uh, above forty-five they want to retire by fifty-five, mm-hmm. and I think. People who are uh, in their 30s would want to retire by 50 because the stress and their uh, lifestyle uh, issues will uh, take a toll on them and they cannot work beyond that. Mm -hmm. So uh, for somebody who's 30, Mm -hmm. I think uh, they should plan to retire by 50 or achieve financial freedom by 50. So that's 20 years, which is a pretty decent time to do that. in.
3: That's right. But then that goes with the caveat that uh, you've got to plan for a longer period for retirement. The post-retirement expenses are longer
4: uh but let, let's not scare our uh, <laughs> not scare. Uh, I mean that's why I, I picked some nice numbers too sure you. sure please continue Patu. So, uh, please continue so uh, so the first thing is inflation and we need to recognize uh, uh, how important that is and we also because of that we under we have to understand that we cannot invest in these uh nice uh, savers kind of products like fixed deposits and recurring deposits which are going to give you, post-tax returns of anywhere between 6-7% and inflation in our expenses. So those are simply off. I mean, we cannot avoid them, but Hmm. that cannot be the majority of our investment. Hmm. So we need, first of all, we need a basket of investments, what we call as an investment portfolio. Mm -hmm. And that basket uh, should have equity, which uh, is a decent amount, at least 70% depending on the age, Mm -hmm. and the rest of it in fixed income uh, in the form of uh, typically like EPF or uh, PPF and so on for a typical uh, salaried uh, person. So we need an investment portfolio and a clear asset allocation in mind. And asset allocation simply means how much should I invest in equity, how much should I invest in fixed income. That ratio is uh, referred to as asset allocation. To know where should I invest? Where should I invest to get a pension plan? Where should I invest to so that my child will, uh, you know, have some money when they go to college? So they they want nice packaged products, and the the problem is that there's no plan there. They just want a product and invest in it. So that has to be reversed. We first have a plan. We understand the target. This is after 20 years. Hmm. So otherwise, it would be very difficult to handle inflation at that point of time. Okay. So that's the uh, the foundations of the plan, the, the target return and where I'm going to invest. In what asset class, not a product. Once I have that in place, I can worry about the actual products, And that will be the last step.
2: Okay, but just to be clear, this is for someone who's 30 and who has a 20 year time frame to do his investments. Am I right? Right. Okay, so folks, just a small uh, caveat out there. Uh, Patu is talking about a 10% return, which is basically inflation plus 2%. And remember, he's emphasized a lot on inflation. I really think you guys should go back and listen to whatever he said about inflation and and how that works. Believe me, your entire investment planning, financial freedom depends on this inflation rate. For the purposes of, of our discussion, we are saying that inflation is about 8%. Which means that for 20 years, your investment needs to grow more than 8%. So if you have something that's giving you 6%, you're losing out, folks. Okay, which is why Patu is saying that you need to have a required rate of return of 10%. So you know that you're beating inflation. Patu, have I got that right?
4: Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, I have I have an illustration here to share. Oh, fantastic.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, please, please, go ahead.
4: So let's say I'm 30 years old today. Mm-hmm. I wish I was 30, but, not. but let's assume... <laughs> I'm also you. not 30. <laughs> <laughs> Anis, are you,
2: are you 30? I am just about 30. Uh, we, we have someone at 30. but so you can look at Anis as our lab rat. Okay. <laughs> Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Okay.
4: So, uh, so uh, Anis is 30 and let's say he, he expects to work until 55. So, we uh, extend that 20 to 25 years. So, so, he's got 25 years to retirement and uh, his current
3: monthly expenses the essentials
4: the bare essentials is about 30,000 okay fair enough would that be uh, yeah.
2: a reasonable number or yeah very low? reasonable yeah but okay, so he's he's i think he's single he doesn't have
4: any kids he's got no <laughs> <laughs> let me not interrupt
2: there. <laughs> sorry sorry 30,000 is good yeah 30,000 30, is, is good go ahead Patu. sorry
4: no, no, it's, uh, you're right, uh, it will increase uh, when you are married and have kids and yeah. so on. but uh, I mean, as I said, I, my goal here is to not to scare the listener, sure. so i will pick some nice juicy uh, uh, numbers here. Okay. So, it's 30,000 per month, and uh, my niece is 30 and he wants to retire by age 55, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're, we're going to put in a inflation of 6%, uh, mm-hmm. although it is an underestimate,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
4: let's not shock people out there first. So let's there are plenty of retirement calculators out there. You can punch in uh, different inflation numbers and uh, play around with them. Sure. But before you do that, I would suggest that you look at your own inflation over the past five years to understand uh, the reality. But okay. let's start with 6%. Hmm. And uh, in this kind of planning, in financial freedom, the essential difference, uh, I think Anupam uh, referred to this earlier, hmm. See, something and I'm going to live off the returns that I'm going to get. Hmm. When I have that kind of a plan, it doesn't matter how long I live. Hmm. 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 Until I live, I'm going to get that return. Yep. And there are annuity plans which will uh, continue giving that uh, return to hmm. my spouse as well until she dies. Correct. So, this, uh, this is the essential change here. So, we are now going to ask how long will uh, Anis uh, uh, live after retirement? Okay. So, he's going to retire by 55 and let's assume that he will live for another 25 years.
2: Correct. So that's Fair enough.
4: up to age 80. Yep. Probably an underestimate, but <laughs> again, let's play let's along. Say, okay. So, this is the essential difference. The thing is in financial freedom planning, we uh, not only have a target return, yeah. we also have a target year up to which the corpus should last
0: mm, because okay.
4: we are going to remove money from the corpus. We're oh. going to uh, uh, involve both the return from the corpus yeah. as well as the principal itself.
2: Sure, got it, understood.
4: So, uh, our goal is, in this case, uh, is to uh, ensure that the corpus uh, doesn't go to zero until age 80. Okay. Is that okay?
2: Yep, yep, mm-hmm. of course. Yep.
4: So, uh, so Anish now has about 25 years to invest for uh, financial freedom and uh, let's say he invests in a portfolio of uh, like 70% in equity or stocks and 30% in fixed income. And he expects 10% post-tax from the entire portfolio. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to assume that the inflation is going to be 6% after retirement as well. And Mm -hmm. this is very important. Uh, uh, Most calculators, many calculators don't uh, include inflation after retirement.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: And so we are going to assume 6% throughout uh, Anish's lifetime. Now, for these numbers... I had earlier talked about the 8-9 rule, and in this case, for 6% inflation, the expense will double every 12 years.
2: Yeah, that sounds much more peaceful. Anis, mm-hmm. what do you That's, think? Yeah, much much more Goa like You can live with that. Eh? You yes. can, you're not scared. Okay. but <laughs> <laughs> to that, we, we can live with that. Doubling every 12 years is fine. Okay. Yeah.
4: So, uh, But it's got 25 years, so uh, it hmm. will become... Uh, uh, 1 lakh uh, around 1 lakh th- 30,000 uh, by the time he's uh, 55 so monthly expense of 30,000 today
0: hmm, at mm-hmm. 6% inflation hmm.
4: doubling every 12 years hmm. will be about 1 lakh uh, 30,000 or so uh, at age 55 okay. so, so the His monthly expense is about one lakh thirty-six thousand. Okay. So you multiply that by twenty-five,
0: okay. and you will get four crores. Hmm.
4: So the thumb rule is: uh, if X is your current annual expense, mm-hmm. you multiply that by twenty-five,
2: hmm.
4: uh, and the, if twenty-five X is your corpus, hmm. you can live off that corpus for twenty-five years.
2: Ah, okay, got it.
4: So. From age 55 to age 80, hmm. if Anish has got about 4 crores, hmm. he can invest that in a portfolio that gives him 6% post tax. Mm-hmm. So, that's a conservative portfolio. That's only 6%. Hmm. And that 6% is matching his inflation of 6%. Hmm. Okay. That's where the 25X comes. 25X okay. essentially means that your investment should match your inflation. Okay. Understood. So the return from your investment matches your inflation. Sure. Am I making sense?
2: Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Crystal clear. Anish? Yeah.
4: yeah. Mm -hmm. he will have to start investing an amount which is almost equal to his monthly expense Mm. so he spends 30,000 today Mm
0: -hmm. and he has
4: to shell out another 30,000 for retirement in a portfolio that's going to get him 10% uh, and he has got to do this for the next 25 years okay so that's another thumb rule Uh, uh, you try to invest an amount which is equal to your essential expenses. If not equal to essential expenses, at least 75% of your essential expenses.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically anywhere between 75 to 100% of your monthly expenses okay. is what you should be right. planning at to invest. The
4: expenses, that will uh, uh, persist lifelong. Yeah, yeah of course. For example, people may have to pay, uh, pay heavy school fees that's not going to. That's uh, not included
2: out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we, we aren't talking about foreign vacations or the latest iPhone or the la- all of that. Yeah. We are talking essentially yeah. of what I think economists call food and fuel. That's basically what you need to uh, subsist. Okay, it could be. Uh, I would definitely include rent out there also. Would that be fair, Pardhu?
4: Yes. Okay. Definitely for a
2: city like Mumbai. <laughs> yeah. So I would include rent. I would include food. I would include any commuting expense that you have. Reasonable, of course. Yeah. Uh, we're not saying that you, that you that you own a Mercedes or something. are saying that uh, <laughs> you have monthly fare for say a metro pass or something of that sort. Those are the expenditures that you should consider as essential. Yeah. We are assuming yeah. that this is thirty thousand a month. So part is saying that if you are spending thirty thousand, you need to save at least thirty five thousand or more, you know, round about in the range of 25 to 30,000 per month, working with the assumption that inflation is 6%, and you need to have a corpus of around 4 crores by the time you retire, which is at the age of 55. But that's really simple. Go on, please.
4: Yeah, so uh, now the idea is that this 4 crore will be invested in a again in a portfolio which is going to uh, give an east 6% after uh,
0: Tax. taxes hmm.
4: and. Uh, the difference between the conventional retirement planning is that uh, we will be touching the uh, entire corpus the returns plus the principal and we'll be withdrawing from it gradually okay. we are going to uh, our withdrawals will increase every year at the rate of 6% because okay. of inflation sure okay and the the point is that there is no product out in the market that will give you a pension that increases year on year at
2: 6% correct that's right
4: it's simply impossible uh, in fact uh, employees who who joined the service before
0: 2004
4: hmm. uh, got and will get a pension which is indexed to inflation hmm. but the government realized that if they kept doing that they'll be bankrupt and therefore <laughs> introduced the national pension scheme.
2: Ah.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: That's, get, that's the background. To yeah. eliminate uh, such uh, in inflation index pension. Uh, I'll give you an example of my mother. Hmm. My mother retired in 2002. She's a state government uh, uh, servant and she I've, I've calculated her rate at which your pension has increased because of DAs and pay commissions and so on, it's an astounding year-on-a-year year increase of 13%.
2: Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Astounding is right. 13% per year. That's something. I had to do... That, that's do. something.
4: So, that that's when the government realized that it would go bankrupt if it kept doing that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And uh, hence was born the National Pension Scheme. <laughs> so, so, we need to... Uh, so, the point is there's no one who's going to give us uh, such a pension. So, we need to... Uh, uh, you know, create a plan for ourselves hmm. to handle inflation after radar run, and hmm. hence the need to move from the idea of a pension to financial freedom.
3: Okay, great. Right, actually that's, that's very telling of, uh, if you read Patu's blog a lot, you will see that I think the main message that he draws is that this is personal finance. It's different for Anupam, it's different for Patu, it's different for Anis. And so he's not going to be like, Patu cannot give us any recipes saying, mm-hmm. you know what, if you are X, then do Y, if you are Z, then do A. <laughs>
2: but he's got a website where you can put in all your numbers that if you're not 30, what if you're 45 or if you're 25? I think, Patu, you, your blog has all these numbers, right? Just a very, just exactly what you're saying. If our listener wants to just check out and play around with all these numbers for himself, your blog has that, right?
4: Correct. There is a, I have a uh what I call is a robo-advisory template uh, that has much more details than this. Mm -hmm. And it will account for existing investments as well and so on. Mm -hmm. So they can try that out.
2: Play with that, folks. Uh, You know, I know that my audience, not all of you are 30 years old. Some could be 20, some could be as old as I am. So, but, you know, that's the beauty of financial freedom. It works across every age. Okay, so don't and please don't get don't get bowed down by that four crore number. I know it's a lot. Okay, four crores is a lot of money, but it's also 25 years to achieve it, and another 25 years to play around with it. Okay, so you have to look at the long game out here, and uh, Anis, just one more question, Patu. You spoke in the beginning about emergency
3: expenses and how you had uh, an emergency early on in your investing career, and yeah. uh, so if if I had uh, if I had to build up an emergency fund, what kind of return should I expect from it?
4: Um, see, uh, this is um, thing is that we have to contribute. I would recommend uh, contributing to an emergency fund uh, lifelong, uh, an amount equal to five percent uh, of our uh, you know of our income or expenses at least expenses. Five percent of our expenses goes to emergency fund, and this should be enough. Again, there are two components to emergencies: emergencies that happen today, and emergencies that can happen fifteen, twenty years from now. So, for a future emergency, most of that would probably be health uh, because health insurance uh, premiums are in- increasing at an astounding rate. Mm. And uh, that's probably going to be the biggest thing that you are going to spend on after uh, retirement. Mm. So, we, everybody needs a separate uh, health corpus in addition to this, uh, you know, uh, the food and fuel expenses corpus. Mm. So, for that, we have a s- small amount, let's say 5% of our expenses in equity something like that, let it grow, just don't touch it no matter what. And then we have to have a separate small kitty for current expenses as well. The problem uh, is that uh, if we have huge expenses, uh, it will prevent us from investing that uh, 25000 30000 for financial freedom. Mm. So we need to ensure that we have a separate uh, fund that can uh, handle expenses, emergency expenses before we retire, so that we can Continue investing uh, without disturbance. So, those are the two
2: components. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. Folks, that's a wrap on the second segment uh, of our series on financial freedom. In this segment, you heard but to explain in detail with a lot of numbers on how to make a financial plan for financial freedom. That's a wrap on the second episode uh, of our series on financial freedom. In the third and final episode, we're going to talk about actual execution of this plan. Okay, we're going to get into details for that. Just a reminder my guest on this series is Professor Patabi Raman of freefincal.com and Anis Rao, a fan of the Pesavesa podcast. Stay tuned.
1: Every week comes a show where three people come together to tell you about stuff they like, a movie. TV show, a book, and other stuff. Tune in every Monday on the IVM Podcast app to IVM likes. Batman approves this message. Thank you, Batman. Shunyawan, shunyawan. Shunya One, Shunya
2: One, a billion-dollar acquisition, another copycat startup got No, the tech world in India is surely moving double the speed of this voiceover.
1: Tune in to Shunya One every Tuesday to catch us talking to the smartest people we know on the IBM podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from.